We have 35 degrees. In Lynchburg, it is 31 degrees. And then on the south side, it's uh, holding tight at 30 Mm. this morning. Okay. Not exactly balmy. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. We'll take it. It's Life Hack Thursday. I know. I'm trying to. I've been busy over there working on the other computer. But I am ready for you now. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So on Life Hack Thursdays, we uh, we try to give you some some tips on things that are going to make your life easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here are some kitchen tips. One of the things that I love at my house, it, I love a poached egg, okay. and and I love to serve poached eggs to everybody. But it's kind of a pain Mm -hmm. to make poached eggs especially if you make them the old-fashioned way but did you know you can make poached eggs in a muffin tin you can didn't know that Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, all you have to do is you fill um, each of the sections of the muffin tin with a spoonful of water okay you slip an egg in and you bake it in a 350 degree oven for 10 to 13 minutes okay and you get perfectly poached eggs and if you're doing it for a crowd everybody can have a poached egg you don't okay. have to like wait uh for everyone to to get one so it's kind of cool uh this next one reminds me of you uh do you know how to bake a cake in a mug you do yeah. i don't i've never done that yeah um but apparently you get a hankering and you can you know make a little short so how, when you make your cake in a mug how do you do it I just sometimes I don't even put the egg in. Now, I, I if it calls for an egg, I'll just do a little bit of like creamer. I use the whipping cream because that's what I put in my coffee now. Okay. So I do a little bit of whipping cream, you know, the water and the other stuff, and I just I do it for thirty thirty five seconds. My cake in a cup. Okay. I've got a cake in thirty thirty five seconds. Evidently, you can uh, you can do this with a lot of what. There's a red velvet one you can make where you use uh, miniature. Chocolate chips, a little mm. bit of butter, some brown sugar, right. uh, some cream cheese, flour, one egg, and some uh, vanilla extract and, and red food coloring if you want to go with the full red velvet okay. experience. And then you just stick that sucker in the microwave and it makes a cake. And then you can top it with some cream cheese frosting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Here's the thing about red velvet cake. Yeah. I like looking at it. I don't like eating it. Well, it's just chocolate cake. I know. I just... It's just chocolate cake. Just something about You don't the, like chocolate cake? I just something about I, the color. I don't like chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know. Now, I'm, I do like I'm the not. cream cheese icing on. Right. On you know, and I'll suffer. My aunt made the, an amazing the, uh, icing. Um, red velvet cake, but it's just I mean, it's just a chocolate cake. So, if you like chocolate, then you're you know, you're probably all right. Uh one more. Okay. If you uh if you don't like to clean, and I do this a lot, and, mm-hmm. and maybe you all already know this one, um, but if I'm making a, a salad dressing or if I'm measuring out honey or mm-hmm. anything like peanut butter, right. you know, always spray your measuring cup or your measuring spoon with cooking spray. Right. If you do that, it's going to come right out. You're not going to waste any of your honey or your peanut butter mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's going to make it so much easier to clean. So we'll have some more. Okay. Kitchen hacks coming up for Life Hack Thursday. The uh, the thread continues on the co- college athlete situation. Okay. And uh, uh, let's see. Should they have to go back and share the wealth with their 
elementary teachers and high school teachers who helped get them through uh, All right, so for people college. who are just tuning in, yeah, I, give them give them a background yeah, the, on this. The, our attorney general is working towards to help this whole process of your image, likeness, and those kinds of things. College athletes now get paid for their image and like, likeness. And what he's saying— Like if they're on posters right, or right. if they're on— yeah. So, he, he, you know, he is trying to help them before they get into— a particular school that they can hash out all this stuff and, and sort of make it a little more palatable for the athlete, uh, him or her, to to make money off their image because certainly the colleges have made money off of them. And I would agree. I don't know who this is texting, but I would agree. I, I think whoever the athlete is, if they're making you know some decent coin, that they should give back to their communities as a whole and not forget about it and just you know live the high life or whatever. I, I realize here's my thing that genie's not going back in the bottle mm-hmm. as far as this situation. So there are some like our attorney generals trying to help athletes make good decisions because, you know, let's face it. A lot of these athletes are going to make a lot of money maybe during their college years as their athletes. But it, unless they're smart with that money, it's all going to be gone. Right. Because they're going to blow it on frat parties and everything else. Yeah. Uh, because they're too young, they're too young to, to be able to manage, to be able to deal uh, with manage it. a lot of money, right? And it, they have a lot of people who all of a sudden are their best friends, right? And they, you know, but I, I, I get the, the listener's point. You know, I believe that you should give back to your community if it's the one that helped get you to a certain right. point. So I, I agree. Yeah, but, but how is that different from anything else? How is that different from Kelly Clarkson? I mean, you know, her school helped develop her right. talents and her abilities right, and, right. Well, and that you can, kind of thing. So should, uh, right. Well, no, it's yeah. it's like you, you know, should you give your elementary school teacher who helped you overcome your fear of math and now you're a genius at MIT? Right. I mean, I, I, it's I, a, I'm just saying it's a slippery slope. It, it for is. Sure. It is. And I think we should look back. And this is about the only time to look back because I think we should always be looking forward. But we need to thank those that help get us where we're at. Mm-hmm. And and I have plenty of people to thank in and my it takes, life for that. And it takes a lot of, but it's a lot of different people, mm-hmm. though, that, that do that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember the teachers and things that, that I had that because, you know, my voice was very different from other voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, my voice, even my speaking voice is very low voice. It's mm-hmm. not it's not super high and, right. Right. and it never has been. <laughs> right. Um, and but I had teachers that told me, you know, Janet, that's OK. Yeah, it's good. Be who you are. And, you know, it's different. And that's OK. Right. And um, well, you just recently talked to like one of your teachers in the last year or so. I did, right? Yeah. Um, my my english teacher mm-hmm. who encouraged me to write mm-hmm. and uh and she has encouraged me literally my entire life i mean yeah. she she's just that person sure. who who does who is that kind of uh influence mm-hmm. on people's lives mm-hmm. forever and ever yeah. and she still is i did i talked to her at christmas time right i had sent her she wanted a, a copy of the radio show that we did oh, the neat. 1940s yeah. radio show that yeah. we did with the santa sisters and the live oh, from rose cool. ridge and she she wanted me to sit there we had a lovely conversation yeah. it was very nice 866-916-3776 you're on the morning jam good morning good morning good morning mr sunshine here <laughs> uh, yeah well he's our mind jam trivia in the flesh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, talking about these over-pampered athletes in college <laughs> that get paid for their image. Right. They are getting paid for their image. It's called a free education worth hundreds of thousands. Ding, dollars. ding, ding. 
I would agree. Yeah. And that's been the standard. My kids don't. Yeah, my kids didn't get that for being, my daughter didn't get that for being lead uh, flute in the marching band at Liberty. She didn't get a free education for that. Mm -hmm. And she went out there every football game at halftime and pregame and during the game, played and practiced and practiced and practiced. Mm -hmm. She didn't get a free education for books or free special cafeteria food and all the stuff they get. Here's here's my point, though, Dale. Is my point yeah. is this? This is the playing field right now. Whether it's fair or not, I, I, that's for a different argument. I'm just saying for the way it is right now, this image stuff has just come out over the last few years, and and it's mm-hmm. trying to be managed. So we're not. I'm just saying it's out there. We're not going to be able to change it. What got it out there? I don't necessarily a- agree with, but I don't agree with these colleges. When I I had the curtain lifted just a little bit with a friend of mine who knows this stuff about the millions and millions of dollars that are exchanged um, when a, let's just say, a Liberty University goes to a major bowl game and the benefit that the college gets for, you know, appearing in that bowl game and and the, and the, and the revenues that come with it. So there's a lot of money floating around out there, whether it's right or wrong. I'm, that's not my argument. My argument is we're here, so what's the best way to, to move forward with with what we've been handed, I guess. Right, right. But uh, uh, polls, I've seen them do statistics on this in polls. Mm-hmm. Football, is about the, football and maybe male basketball are the only sports that make money for the school. Mm-hmm. Your field hockey, your volleyball for the girls, your swimming teams, they all lose money. Yes, you're the right. College is given, the college is giving these other athletes free education mm-hmm. and losing money for that. Now, I know you, can't, you say you can't put the genie in the bottle, but you can sometimes. But let's say you can't. If they go on and they make big bucks off of their image, they need to pay back the portion, make, make whatever portion it is. Say for every dollar they make, they give back 50 cents to the college until they pay off their, their education. Uh, and I'm say okay you, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, say you, say you work for a college or say, say you work for um, the Wuhan lab. <laughs> no, let's not use that. But let's say you, let's <laughs> no. say you work for... Well, let's get another one. <laughs> Cue <laughs> up the Batman thing. Merck. <laughs> Merck, okay. Let's say you work for let's say you work for Merck or a company like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you develop a new drug that that cures the common cold. Right. You're not going to get paid extra for that because that was your job. You're right. getting paid to do that. Anything you develop while you're on the job, the property of the company you work for. Mm-hmm. Same thing in college. You are working for that college because they are paying you with a free education. Right. So anything you develop or make beyond that, too bad. That's why they're paying you. That's why it took a shot on you. That's why it took you out of high school mm-hmm. as a 17, 18-year-old brat, gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars opportunity. A lot of them don't make it. Right. So they lose money Most on Most of them guys. don't make it. Yeah. Exactly. The but, I mean, the they don't is. make it in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, don't, they, they don't make it in college on the team, and they don't make it in college to the point where they make the team successful enough to make more money for the school. So mm-hmm. the schools lose lots of money on taking shots on these people. So sure. when they do make it, all of a sudden they want the cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Be like the real world. If you develop, so, here, I have a real story. My wife worked for a company called Fred Whitaker in Roanoke back in the 80s. They made yarn for carpeting. And there's a lot of work down in Dalton, Georgia, which is mm-hmm. what was the capital carpet making for basically the world, I believe. She worked in the office, and part of her job was, <laughs> in essence, to name colors, because she's an artist and such like oh, that. Okay. Uh, 
to name callers and give things names. She developed the name Berber. She came up with the name You're Berber. You're kidding. Carpet. No, I'm not kidding. Holy and crap, Batman. Wait a minute. This is, six, this is six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of stuff. I'm talking to you, and your wife came up with the word Berber, which is used across the world. Does she get paid extra for it? Does every time someone uses the word, you get a cut kickback? No. She she told me the story one Just time. like the secretary with, that came up with Big Mac. She didn't get anything. Right, right. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an old name that my like my father-in-law used. It was close to something he used for something else, and I forget the details of it now. But she, she kind of tweaked it and used it for that name. Mm-hmm. You don't know who she is. She didn't get paid extra for because that was her job, and that's what she was getting sure, paid sure. on hourly wage to do. You yeah, know, but it's still very cool. It so. is really cool though that she came up with that word. I mean, because it is a style or a uh, pattern of carpet. Mm-hmm. Right. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, it has something and, and, to do with milk. I'm not thinking about it. it has something to do with like milky a drink or coffee or something like that. Right, My father-in-law right. uses an old. But if you name look it up, day. it'll say Berber carpets are woven by the Berber people in North Africa. Okay. So you uh, know, I don't know. I think I <laughs> you better go back and fight that, Berber, buddy. Yes. You need yeah, to get your butt on Wikipedia. <laughs> Change that. that maybe my need... wife will call up and if she's listening to say, "You dummy, you used the wrong thing." But I, I'm pretty sure that's what she said. It was Berber. It was another. There's a type of carpet color or pattern that she oh, came uh-oh. up with. Oh, all right. It's unraveling. It's unraveling. Ah, no pun intended. Well, I, I, I think I'm right, but no. Well, you're going to have to fact check that now because I got excited and got oh, yeah, my heart rate up, yeah, maybe for need... no reason at all. And I'm just saying, if that isn't correct, you need to fix it. <laughs> We need to, we need to, Wikipedia needs a spanking. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the call, Dale. We'll be back. (laughs) What's that? Berber royalty. (laughs) Right there. Maybe it was Barber. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Could be. I know. I just want to celebrate another day. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Breaker 1-9, I'm driving down Eagle Pass, and it looks like we got a group of mama bears, retired Smokies, and downright fed-up Americans that appear to be headed to the Texas border because, well, they're mad as hell, and they ain't taking it anymore. Is this really going to happen? 10-4. Good, buddy. 10 Oh, my gosh. Do you think this is really going to happen? That that these people are... I mean, they're saying... Well, there's more minivans and pickup trucks pulling little trailers than there are actual tractor trailers, but the tractor trailers are coming online as they're going are south. Are joining it, because yeah. that's how a convoy works. Yeah. Yeah. So... Are they going to play that? I don't know. Ain't she a beautiful sight? Come on and join our convoy. Ain't nothing going to get in our way. 
We're gonna roll this trucking convoy across Texas and the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Breaker Big Ben, you got the duck. They say there's a lot of, of people that are joining in on this now. It could go horribly wrong, though. Yeah. Um, they're they're calling for uh, all active and retired law enforcement, military veterans, mm-hmm. mama bears, elected officials, uh, business owners, ranchers, truckers, bikers, media, law-abiding, freedom-loving Americans to join them at events planned for three locations. This right. is on Saturday. Right, right. So you got Eagle Pass, Texas, Yuma, Arizona, and uh, San Eusterdo, California. Okay. Um. See, this could go. This could go really bad. Though. It could go bad. It but could go really bad. The the people that are putting it together are are sound people, right? And they believe in the Constitution and all this kind of thing. Now, I got to tell you, CBS and others, yeah, are vilifying are, it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're saying it's a right wing white Christian nationalists, yeah, getting together to. To have it's a, be January, a January sixth, January sixth yep. type event. That's what they'll start saying, and they're saying sure. that now, and they can say it all they want. Mm-hmm. And but they're taking back the border, and good for them. Um, Sachs uh, is is one of the people that they interviewed uh, for this. Mm-hmm. Said that the group was not looking for confrontations nope. with the government or migrants, and that anyone suggesting otherwise was not listening to what was being said uh he said i think they're idiots Mm -hmm. of people posting calls for violence they're stupid americans they're stupid people i mean it's clear if you go and you read the messages these are peaceful assemblies Mm -hmm. saturday's plans event comes uh, amid the anger after the supreme court authorized border patrol to remove razor wire installed on the border by the state of texas so it's not not only are they not supporting texas Mm -hmm. they're they're literally working against Against the people who live in texas you know the cool thing that's happening here is people are getting on the highways that are being used and they're on the side of the roads waving american flags yeah as the trucks and cars and are going by. by so i say it's bringing more attention to a crisis and it truly is a crisis oh it's and it's been a crisis yeah and here's the thing they keep calling oh razor wire is inhumane it's not if you stay on your side of the fence yes exactly what's humane is what the you know the coyotes are doing to these there's a story of uh, that i heard just coming in today of a of a lady who was held in mexico for three months and they basically put her in sweatshops to work until she could finally be released with her child to go into america so that you know sorry you, here's the whole thing you know the bible says preach the whole counsel of god in other words don't teach just from one book and and i take that principle and say tell us all the truth right you only tell us the part you want right wing conservatives getting together to have yeah. a january 6th type rally um you know what kiss my you know what stinking media do your damn job well, they say they say it's going to be well organized because a lot of people are saying that it's, uh, you know, that it's exaggerated. They're not right. going to have seven hundred thousand people there. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. And then look, they've done a great job at intimidating people into mm-hmm. not stepping up and speaking out because of the way that that the people um, were treated with at January six. Some of them deserved to be punished for right. for what they did, but there are some who were punished and are being punished that that are not they right. were they were not a part of anything nefarious right 
Exactly. Um, and so there are going to be some people who are very nervous about yeah. participating with that. Sure. So We've I'm going to uh, be curious to see what happens. Trucker on the line right now. Okay. i got about a minute left here before the break. Is he headed break. to Texas? That's my question. headed to Texas. <laughs> Good morning. Hey. Hey, guys. You know who supports Governor Abbott and the people going down to the border? Bobby Kennedy Jr. He tweeted it out. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd get it in. Do you you have his name tattooed across your rear end? I think he does. Bobby on the right cheek? Or no. Y'all always... Yeah, no, Y'all that would be saying we need we need somebody else besides Biden and Trump, and we got that. We we have another choice. So Bobby would be on the go. left cheek, and yeah. Kennedy would be on the right cheek. I'm just saying. Maybe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all always say we need somebody other than Trump and Biden, and there you go. We got somebody else. Yeah. So, we need somebody that can yeah. win, though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, he can win, and I, I think he might win. I think he's getting more steam. Uh, his polling looks good. And, you know, so I even though a conservative guy the other day told me he was looking at him, if he gets Rand Paul on as vice president, that's a winning ticket right there. Uh, you might be right. Well, possibly. All right, bud. We're up against the break. Appreciate you, and uh, you know, it could be right. You know, I, 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 I just don't. I just I think his optics are are off. But just listening to him speak yeah, it's, is it's very hard painful. To hear him speak it really is. Yeah, and uh, and and I don't, I don't think the democrats will let that happen well they've done everything they they've refused secret service protection for the guy yeah for crying out loud his dad was assassinated and his uncle but anyway i i I tell you what can't believe i'm gonna say this but the former senator from west virginia is looking good currently in lynchburg 31 degrees on the south side it is uh, dropped down to 29 degrees and then in roanoke it's 35 at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport. Okay. All right. Oh, Lord. So much so much information here. So little time. Uh, uh, Lynchburg City Schools are addressing a deficit of about $17 million. The loss of CARES funding, higher utility bills, and less state revenue played a role in the, the major changes to the district budget. Uh, Dr. Reed Wadika, Deputy Superintendent of Operations and Strategic Planning for Lynchburg City Schools, said that our hope is that our budget process this year, while we have some challenges as we go forward, uh, we'll be able to use that opportunity to really make sure our resources are best and most strategically focused on student outcomes and growth. Uh, taking a look in the at the numbers, Um, In the last few years, there have been a steady increase in revenue for LCS. The district started with just over $100 million in 2022. It's now just above $108 million for fiscal year 2025. When compared to expenditures, there's a noticeable gap. The last few years pretty much matched the revenue before the jump to $126 million for next year. The district expects to bring in $108.3 million, but needs 126 to operate, leading to the $17.7 million deficit. Mm-hmm. To make up for this, school officials are planning on trimming $9.5 million in division-level cuts. This means 50 to 100 positions and increasing employees' contributions to health insurance premiums. Okay. Oh, well, there was a school. So, hmm. gotcha. Difficult. Yeah. Uh, school was reopened yesterday in, in Roanoke after a, uh, well, juvenile, uh, the name has not been released and probably won't be, who made a bomb threat 
on uh, Northside High School in Roanoke County. The juvenile is a student, according to the message sent to families uh, of the school. Roanoke County Police cleared the school and determined it was safe to reopen yesterday. Uh, school district officials say police informed them <clears throat> excuse me, Tuesday evening of the report of a bomb threat made on social media against Northside High School. They determined who the suspect was and took them into custody. So they're, um, you know, I remember back in the day, even, I don't know how they did it, but, you know, I know a kid that I went to school with said one word, called the school and said bomb, hung up. Wow. And somehow they traced it. I, I don't know how they did it back then, but uh, he was caught. Mm. And, you know, these kind of silly things. Have a way of finding you out. Yeah. First responders were able to rescue a person who was trapped in a van that crashed into an embankment before they were rushed to the hospital in a helicopter. Mm. According to the Rustburg Volunteer Fire Department, the crews were dispatched along with Concord Volunteer Fire Department to a crash in the 1200 block of Spring Mill Road. They said that there was a person trapped inside a vehicle when they arrived. Photos showed that a van had gone off the road and embedded into the soil of an embankment. Mm. Medics evaluated the injured patient, and when they'd been rescued from the vehicle, they were sent to the hospital in a helicopter. This uh, was on Tuesday evening. It Mm -hmm. took about two hours total. I saw that picture of that car, the way it it looked like it was trying to go through the culvert right underneath the road or something i yeah. just whew, not a not Pretty a scary. good situation there okay so uh i've i've got this well we'll do it coming out of we'll do the story about the robots cuz we had some fun with it this morning because lord uh, gordon deal robot wranglers robot wranglers yeah. for robots that are in big factories and stuff that do a lot of different things uh-huh. sometimes get out of control yeah, uh, we're going to do a story coming out of the break after five and dine about robots that can actually help the elderly. So you're oh. going to want to stay tuned uh, for that, and uh, we'll have a life hack, you know, coming your way as well. Uh, so we're, we're just trying to make sure you stay informed and encouraged. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to do here on the morning jam. So that would be good. That's all I got. I mean, I am uh, I am tapped out. I mean, I got all these silly stories. We talked about the convoy story. I can't believe somebody hasn't taken the convoy song and and actually parodied it parodied it yet maybe that'll happen before probably saturday somebody will do it and then you know make lots of money on itunes off of that (laughs) and then they'll have the fight about the royalties it'll be fun we haven't talked about the young girl from australia saving her guinea pig oh oh that was australia that was a great oh my gosh you showed me the video of that thing it's so good so imagine you know the snake about the size of a yeah, a 50-cent piece, mm-hmm. trying to eat a basketball or right. half a basketball. Yes. That was the size of the guinea pig. And the a little white guinea pig. And this little girl is 12 years old mm-hmm. and probably heard the guinea pig, I'm guessing. Probably making noise, squealing. Yes. right. And, um, and she went and grabbed that thing by the tail. Right. And was slinging it around. And swinging it like, woo, woo. Yeah, like a... And the guinea pig's like... Hanging on for dear the life. The snakes latched yeah. on to the guinea pig. So yeah. you see this. You don't. If you didn't know what and of it was, her dogs are like, "What is happening? Yeah, what's going what are on? We doing? What's, and these are, are good sized dogs. Yeah, they're they look like they're like standard poodles, maybe right. or something. 
but they're like, what is happening? Well, what are we doing here? The one that came in after it was all done looked like an English setter. Like, what did I miss? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think it was still uh, uh, the same breed as the black dog. Well, maybe okay. if you look, if you watch, oh, okay. if you watch well, again. I was looking at it from the but side. But I don't know. Right it here. may not be a poodle. It right. may be something else. But, sure. but they're good sized dogs. But it's dogs. a good, yeah, it's like yeah. one of those snickerdoodle poodles. Maybe. It might be. Um, but yeah, the dad comes in and, and, but she, she said, I just didn't even think about it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to, to save, save my, yeah. yeah. I see. I don't see. I don't. Mm. Well, here's the, here's the good thing. Yeah. I can grab the tail of the snake because currently the mouth of the snake is being preoccupied by holding on to my guinea pig. Yeah. So, you know, if that guinea pig, you know, if he lets loose and says, I'm going to curl around and, you know, bite whoever's swinging me by the tail right of course the, the i mean he went on he went on his way yeah yeah he did he scurried off really quick after that but there's so many snakes in australia okay all right you know what i just had a vision of what did you ever see like the shows where somebody's being swung around and the camera kind of rolls with them as they're doing circles like you know round ring around the posy right and the, and the camera's like far away that's what the the, the, that's what it must have been like for her watching her guinea pig go round and round because she's literally spinning it like a an aeroplane engine or, or a helicopter or something. Right. And so it's too bad she didn't have the camera and mounted then, on her chest. It would have been good. The animal lover in me is going, what if the snake lets go? Right, I mean, yeah, the guinea pig is going to go flying. It, right? He might end up being hurt worse. Right, right. Well, dad, dad intervenes there. I only saw it one time. Yeah. So it looks like dad intervenes. Yeah, and, and he, and oh, he's no worse for wear. Guinea right. pig's fine. Right, right. You know, uh, from it. But it is a fascinating sure thing to see. And it's amazing what what a, a kid will do to save save their animal. So snakes uh, must be like little dogs. They think they can take, and in this case, take and eat something so ten much, times right. its size. But a lot of those snakes can unhinge their, their, their jaws. Their jaw, and yes. they can, yeah, you know, and, and you watch the, yeah, I know. It's nobody wants that, yeah, that's for sure. I had a friend who had a boa. Mm-mm. He called his boa baby. And one night, I mean, when you're in college, you're you're poor. Mm-hmm. Cheap entertainment. We went over to this guy's house and watched Baby, you know. Oh no! Take care of a of a, no. uh, a uh-uh. you know a little rat that was bought at the local Yuck. store. No. It took that snake. I'm not kidding you. The the, the aquarium See, was about five feet long. It. There's no way. It took that snake thirty to forty minutes to get in position. I know. Mm-mm. And when he struck, See, how do you and how do you hit watch the glass? That? I jumped out of I was 10 feet away, I jumped out of my skin. I see I'd be saving I the, shed my skin. I would like be saving snake. it. I'd be saving I mean, the the I'd be saving it. Yeah. I'd be pulling it out. I mean, he snapped. I and mean, it was like a shotgun for a gun. I worked with a guy off. Stu Dawson. He right. had them. He was he did yeah. middays, I think, right. at KDW. And he had one and she was mean. Yeah. And and she would like it, and she would get mad like if she got out and he right. would go to put her back right, right. in she would get mad and she punches oh, really? chest oh, really yeah. ooh she ended up being a guitar strap later <laughs> so. right what a great way to yeah. for from a memory that's right that's right she was always with him <laughs> always so yeah baby uh i couldn't stay much after that after the snake Mm-mm. struck it, it just it startled me and the four other guys that yeah, were no. watching it and and like it's gonna be a hard I said, no i'm not gonna do that again it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight i wish it would have only taken five minutes for the snake to do his job i wouldn't no, have to stay so long i could not have watched go back it. and study my bible after that exactly and and 
think about what you've done okay. watching that poor little mouse. Exotic meats at FNL. Uh, they do have some. Do they? Uh, I think they've got alligator. Uh, alligator? Any, there. S- any snake? Uh, no, I don't okay. think so. Okay. I don't think Just so. Just thought I'd ask. You could probably get it, though. Yeah. Uh, Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market there on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meat every single day and keeping their prices low just for you. We've got some great deals that we're going to tell you about here in just a second. Uh, This recipe I made not last night, but night before last. My husband looked at it a little sideways, but ended up loving it. Uh, It's an Asian sesame chicken salad, which is one of my favorite salads ever. Mm. Uh, The magic comes with the vinaigrette. Now, I will tell you, I'm going to give you the recipe for the vinaigrette. I had a tablespoon of creamy peanut butter. Okay. to this as well, mm-hmm. and it's super delicious. Nice. So you're going to start with a half a cup of rice vinegar, a little bit of sugar, some uh, uh, garlic cloves smashed, some sesame oil. Um, you're going to add in some soy sauce and some toasted sesame seeds. Like I say, I put in uh, peanut butter, and instead of sugar, I'll use honey okay. uh, in, in mine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you do you. This is a good base vinaigrette to get you started, though. Right. And then typically... In all honesty, I'll usually buy the Asian mix, the salad mix that's like the cabbage and it's everything all chopped up. But if you don't want to do that, you can certainly chop up um, shredded romaine, your cabbage, your carrots, all of that. I do put mandarin oranges into my Asian salad. Nice. Uh, Top it with some wonton strips, some sliced almonds, and some uh, cilantro leaves. This is also a great way to use leftover grilled chicken. Or if you're not in the mood to cook, pick up a rotisserie chicken. That's what I did. And I use that on the salad. It is super tasty. Uh, you want the recipe? Go to Facebook and just type in Janet's Five and Dine. Join the group. You'll see all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, and their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on family pack beef stew or cube steak, four ninety eight a pound. Family pack boneless pork chops are two ninety eight a pound. Fresh chicken breasts are a dollar ninety eight a pound, and whole boneless pork loins are a dollar ninety eight a pound. Also, FNL Market is now stocking local Seven Hills ground meats. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to eight three three six zero five eighteen zero four. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Economy model, Rosie. Coming, sir. Here I am, sir. Yes, sir. The old girl's still eager, isn't she? <laughs> but of course, very. <laughs> the Jetsons, forward thinking. Ah, uh, yes. That, the show was done in the 60s, I believe. I always thought I wanted a Rosie until, of course, you know, the AI starts becoming a reality and then it's just creeping me out. <laughs> you know? 
now you're sending me this article about how robots can help the elderly. Yes. Three main reasons robots have been developed for elderly people are to aid them with small tasks such as eating or fetching things, to help with mobility and transport, including getting out of bed and moving around to reduce loneliness and help them with social and emotional needs and to set reminders for medicines, meals, and appointments. This is the saddest thing I think I've ever seen. Right. This reminds me of the time that I was in a store Mm -hmm. and I saw this, it was a mason jar, Mm -hmm. and it had fake lightning bugs in it. And I thought that was incredibly sad. Because for those of us who have experienced real lightning bugs, I mean, maybe it's better than nothing, but there's no substitute for human contact. There's just not. And people are already don't take care of the elderly as it is. Now they're just going to throw a robot their way and that and that's going to clear their conscience. Oh, we don't have to take mom or dad in. We're just going to get them a robot. Right. There's your robot. Yeah. Robotic pets, really? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. I think it's fair. Now, look, the meal reminders, okay. Mm-hmm. Or the medicine reminders. But there is no replacement for family. Right. You just can't replace. No, you're right. You can't. I, I, I just, it's like this whole thing where, you know, people are going to be having relationships with robots. Well, I mean, I predicted that when i used to speak to men's groups seven eight years ago just the the the, the way the technology constantly affirming going. nothing right. you know nothing yeah I, I just think it's a bad idea all the way around i just see our culture devolving in front of my very eyes mm-hmm. i mean are you on board with this at all when it comes to helping remind them for medicines and and these kinds of things i'm i'm okay with it yeah i'm okay I mean, with that to but, help because there's some people that but you can just get like a little alarm right pillbox or you know visiting angels organizations like that do do those kinds of things you know feeding robots mm-hmm. feeding robots we're gonna be fed by a robot right. 866-916-3776 hold on just a second here i believe this gentleman wanted to ask about the young man we had on the show yesterday is that right that's right, yeah. Okay, his, yeah. his name is Levi, and he's got a French last name. It is O-U-I-M-E-T. O-U-I-M-E-T. And you can... O-U-I-M-E-T. Yeah, Levi We Met is how it's pronounced. And he is, um, you know, he's he's been writing music for, for a long time, but he's got a new single that's going to be coming out. Uh, highway home we played part of the song yesterday and that's that's who it is you can find him online you know by by going you know that route as far as going on the internet and typing his name in and you can find out about him you know through facebook and those kinds of things if you do that kind of stuff and something else that y'all was mentioned uh about the truckers uh out there driving or something i got a brother who's been driving for probably 30 plus years mm-hmm and only time he ever had an accident was in a parking lot. And he said that he's never had no accident <laughs> wow. that in a parking lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, he's still driving at age 67. He, wow. He's trying to, up in Winchester, Virginia, he he drives a 12-wheeler, but that's a pretty, uh, you know, 
It's a tough job. You, thirty plus years, I think thirty-five years. You, I'm not you say sure, he's, six, he's sixty-seven. I, is that how old you said he was? Yeah, yeah, okay. Still driving. Well, good well, for yeah. him. So, I mean, my daddy, my daddy yeah. drove up into his seventies. Hey, appreciate the call. Yeah. Um, yeah. He drove. He drove a long time, and you know, a lot of accidents do happen in in parking, in parking lots just lots. by navigating and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm extra uh, cautious about Phoebe right now Your car? because I've got her back, and yeah. she's not. I had an idiot in a Camry. Oh boy! Just run me off the road. Really? Twenty nine. Did not look. She was not paying a bit more attention than anything right. and and just came right on over mm-hmm. into my lane How about that and was driving like she was driving a pace car or something wow. it was it was crazy yeah ridiculous I, so uh, yesterday right. going home two cars ahead of me mm-hmm. sitting at the red light the two cars in front of them pulled off and i mean they're they're down the road and they're just sitting there and the car in front of me won't lay his horn on and i'm thinking you Okay, I want to know from you, our listeners, you can text us at 434-248-0704. What is a fair, adequate time before you beep your horn? How many seconds should elapse, in other words? Oh, there was no time elapsing. I was on my horn, and I don't blow my horn. In in your situation, but sitting at a red light. Oh. You know, should you give it? I give it two to three seconds. Two, one thousand, three, one thousand, beep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm with you there. That's about my because people are checking their email or doing whatever. Yeah, they're just not paying attention. Putting their makeup on. I'm sorry. All right, back to our. Sorry, ladies. Back I've to seen our, our robot. Yes, thing. yes. Go back to the robots. Okay, so a couple of these, I could see being a good assistant for caregivers. Yes. All right, like the lifting and carrying. Mm-hmm. If there would be a way to have something like that, that could assist because. You know, my daddy was a big man. Mm-hmm. Daddy mm-hmm. was six foot two, two twenty five, yeah. yeah. and he only had daughters, right? And right. so we were the ones that cared for him. Sure. And I'm telling you, our backs, like my oh, sister's yeah, back, imagine. neck, yeah. That I mean, it was because she was she lived next door to him, so mm-hmm. it was harder on her. Sure. Um, but if you can have that kind of assistance, mm-hmm. that you can like help them get up and get down and be you know safer with things like that i think that could be useful sure for sure the cleaning robots yes please <laughs> although have you seen the video of the girl using a broom in the irobot store or, or in the uh roomba store no no <laughs> yeah she's like she is surrounded there are roombas Everywhere. on every wall right. and she's got a dustpan conventional and a, mm-hmm. a bruh and a broom and it's so funny yeah, I mean, I'm not completely against some of right. these these things, but sure. it cannot replace human human contact. Absolutely. Nothing can replace that. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning. It's Liz. How are y'all? Hey, Hi, Liz. Liz. <laughs> I just wanted to call in about the robots because if I could put a robot in my mother's house right this second, I would absolutely do it. Mm. She is older, mm-hmm. and she lives nine miles from me as the crow flies, but it takes every bit of, you know, 15 to 20 minutes to get to her because there's no straight shot. Okay. And five years five years ago when she had a heart attack, mm. she called me first instead of calling 911. Right. And, you know, and so I'm, I'm flying down the road trying to get to her because she's, you know, I, well, you know, I, I don't know. I just kind of I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's um, a heart attack. Yeah. 
Yeah, not not sure. But another thing, she she is constantly like putting her phone somewhere and then forgetting where she put it. <laughs> and she doesn't have a landline anymore. Right. You know, and so unless it, when she does that, unless somebody calls her or I ping her phone, mm-hmm. sometimes she'll go hours and not know where her phone is. Right. So if I could put a robot there now, I I would totally do it. I would totally huh. do it. Okay. Thank you, Liz. We're up against right. the break. Now See, that's, different that's a good perspective. Point. Good point. Yeah. In the next hour, a couple of stories that we're working on. Um, if you let your kids drink the monsters, you might want to rethink that. Monster there's some, drinks? Yep. There's mm. some studies showing not good things, urgent warning hmm. as um, it risks the risk of suicidal thoughts in children oh is gosh. being raised. Wow. We'll talk about that. And the majority of Americans, according to a new study, would take a pay cut mm-hmm. if they could improve their quality of life. Interesting. Eight o'clock.